It's your boy T here. I'm trying to shoot his role. We talk about all things basketball. And right now we're talking about the NBA. But first of all, important thing, if you have not liked our content, if you do not have liked our video, this video, click on the like button, subscribe, follow us everywhere. We're here to stay. We're going to talk about NBA until we die. So um, today I'm, I'm with uh, Coach Lloyd. So say what's up. What's up, what's up? What's up, man? What a day. Um, it's been really busy today. I haven't been able to follow all the drafts um, movements. But um, yeah, I I know you you yourself invested in some time and, and a bit of your coin to to log in, mainly for the viewers. So I, I appreciate that. Hopefully all the viewers appreciate that. Let's get into it. So uh, off the bat, Minnesota, we discussed this, right? And, and and you yourself and RJ thought it was going to be mellow. And I didn't, didn't think the, the the fit with Russell would work, right? There's too many ball dominant dominant guards. So they they went with no myself. They went with myself because I caught the Minnesota Timberwolves myself. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they chose, <laughs> they chose Anthony Edwards. Um, I think it, it's a good fit if the team is going to stay the same. Uh, if there's changes, um, yeah, he's a good scorer. Uh, from, from from what I've read today, is um, I think he lacks a little bit of um, the fire. So when he's on, he'll be on. Um, he reminds me now of uh, Andrew Wiggins, uh, all the talent in the world, but uh, doesn't love the game. So we'll see. We'll see. Like these are the reports coming out um, after the draft that I've, I've just read up on. Uh, any thoughts on that? Yeah, that's exactly what they said today. So the panel today basically said he. Um, He's got all the talent in the world. Uh, the one thing he lacks is good shot selection. So he takes horrible shots. But when he does take, when he's in rhythm, he hits them. And apparently he's hard to stop when he goes to the rim. So um, somewhat, some, somebody somewhere mentioned LeBron James. And I was like, well, he's three inches shorter and he's 30 pounds lighter. When draft day came around. So no. Mm. Um, but he still will be hard to stop when he goes to the rim from his highlights. Um, I like him as number one. Um, I did mention to, to earlier today to you, just by a messenger, that I thought the top three would be the way that they ran from the mock draft. Um, and it sort of come to fruition with Edwards coming at number one. Minnesota pick up a good guy. Um, good shooting guard for them to go alongside D'Angelo. So, if D'Angelo proves that he's a number two draft pick. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. So, it's moving on, I guess, the Warriors, um, probably worst kept secret. They took James Wiseman. Uh, I think Steph Curry said that, that they need a size. Uh, I, I was concerned that they, they were going to take um, Anthony Edwards. If he was available, I think they would take him and then find a big man to do, to do the draft. Uh, just, just for the viewers out there too, um, I just start looking into the salaries, right? So depending where you pick is is the amount of money that you you make. So with with the Golden State Warriors and the teams that are close to the cap, they have to look out for these things. So I thought personally that, that the Warriors would would trade down uh, and, and and I get a veteran and then maybe get um, the number six pick, which we'll talk about. Uh, but they didn't. So the James Wiseman, big man, seven one. Uh, if if he plays up to his potential. Uh, definitely, definitely going to be um, a stopper, especially for teams as uh, the Lakers. Um, someone to guard AD, hopefully. Your thoughts? Yeah, look, I, I, I like the pick. Um, I said to you guys earlier today that 
it was uh, mentioned and confirmed that Clay Thompson lower leg right injury. Yeah. So he and that's before on draft day, thinking of a shooting guard may not be there for the rest of the season. So then they start going, do we panic? Do we then go Lamelo Ball? Do we you know do we go another guard further down? Do we go Okoro? Do you know that's how they go? But they stuck to their guns. They went to Wiseman, which I think is a great a great idea, great addition. Draymond Green, um, and you know. Uh, Pascal, that that's they're going to be they're going to be hard to beat. Coming yeah, up. definitely, definitely. If, um, if, if Curry is healthy. Yep, and and uh, what do you think about um, Wiggins in terms of um, they they're backing him, they're backing him for I guess the beginning of the season. Not sure if they keep him all the way. Um, maybe they bring up his stocks. Uh, maybe they keep him if he's a good core member. Ah, uh, trade. Trade. <laughs> That's why we have you, Church. Short and simple. <laughs> All right. So with uh, yeah, so the news are out of um, Golden State. Um, their their All Star uh, Clay Thompson injury. Um, hopefully he gets well soon. Uh, love to see him play. Um, seeing the Warriors versus the Lakers at full strength will be definitely a highlight if if he's able to get there next season, their full roster. And then and with the Lakers. Um, Rounding up their roster when we get to it. Uh, so next pick, uh, your boy um, in the Hornets, uh, Lamelo. Um, I think this this was a good pick. This was a good pick. This this was a match made in heaven. So so now that um, Lavar can can play MJ one on one, because he keeps on saying that he he, he can beat MJ one on one. They should televise this game and be a uh, preseason halftime halftime exhibition. <laughs> I'm sure Mike won't do it, but uh, it's just fun talking about it. Your thoughts on grading uh, grading this pick? Um, ask Lavar. Ask Lavar. When um, when Lamelo's name got mentioned, he had the uh, the face mask on, and he was. <laughs> yeah. Put his hand out. Say, "Yeah, good job. Uh, I got there," and he just. <laughs> yeah, wasn't happy. And then he was the only person in the top ten not to be interviewed because of yep. technical difficulties, which is a Lavar yeah. thing to do. Yeah, like so you... obviously I'm happy with you know Edwards or Wiseman going ahead, but that 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 at the end of the day, this is business. It's what these guys do and the best fit for that team. Yep. If he goes to Charlotte, mate, the, the, he can do a lot of things. He's got Rozier right next to him. He can go and play in the two spot away from the basketball, just catch it and, you know, shoot whatever he shoots, you know? Yep. He needs to, he needs to finesse his game though. His, um, his shooting in, um, in the NBL was not fantastic. He had a lot of highlight passes and things like that. But if you look at his stats, he wasn't very good. And that was one of the things that was mentioned. He, he doesn't shoot the ball. Lonzo shoots the ball better than he did going into the draft. Yeah. And, and then, that makes me worried. And Lonzo got, got that funky shot. And the other thing for the, um, you know, that looks, sort of peeved me today a lot, and I sort of put it on social media on the um, NBL page on Instagram, was that LaMelo Ball went and said, with the th number three pick out of Chino Hills, Car. is LaMelo Ball. 
No, that's bull crap. Hey, it's Lamelo Ball out of Illawarra yeah. Hawks. He came from the previous professional, which is what it states in his bio. bio. It says mm. pro. So now it's not Chino Hills is a high school. Mm. That's not your pro that you've just come out of. So don't yeah, disrespect him yeah. from where he went to and RJ Hampton went to. Didi Luzada have gone to. Mm. Don't don't that that's what I mean. We've got this NBL NBA thing that yep. you know they both you know got this about. Well, obviously that's not a, a positive thing because they've obviously just gone negating that. So I sort of got peeved at that too. Same with RJ Hampton, which was later in the draft. Mm, but that's mm, sort of definitely. No, that, that, that's a good point. Um, I didn't I didn't realize that. I'm not watching it live, but um, yeah, there needs there's a partnership there, right? So they need to. They're happy to use all his footage in the NBL um, wearing the Hawks jersey. Um, it's a bit strange that they, they would not uh, give the recognition to the NBL. But yeah. And especially with me as a Kings fan, I couldn't care less about the Hawks. Hmm. But you have to give them the recognition because they did all the promo for him. They've given everything for and and they did everything for him. They allowed him to yeah. get in the gym at 7 a.m. They allowed him to do everything in Illawarra that he wanted to become a pro. Yeah, they've been literally um, been over backwards for him to 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 make make sure he 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 got that that position right. Um, highlighted him, they gave him playing time. Um, yeah, it's a bit uh, disappointing. But um, overall, I think uh, Hornets had a good pick. Uh, hopefully, he can mature in the, in that role um, and then become the the quarterback of, the, of that franchise. Um, but but we know Mike Mike hasn't always been the the greatest. I'm not sure if it's him directly uh, picking. But um, I assume it's his team, right? So, <laughs> but anyone who anyone who watches watches the, um, the documentary, Michael Jordan probably knows that he probably had a massive say in, in who he wanted. So, good on Mike. Uh, let's move on to the next pick. So, you got the Bulls, uh, Patrick Williams. This is a bit um, out of the blue for me. Um, uh, to be honest, I didn't know who he was. Uh, I, I, in, in, in our pods, um, we, we just uh, we just looked at the top 10 uh, ESPN looks uh, and um, yeah, reviewed. So, do you have any thoughts on that one? Um, I just basically knew him as the forest. His mum was a forest and that's what he talked about leading into it. <laughs> um, it didn't really, um, it, you know what I mean? His highlight package was him delivering flowers. Um, okay. In, in the draft, I was a little concerned about that. And then he had some good highlights, but the first thing was delivering flowers. And I was like, are you an NBA player or are you a forest? So, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was a strange pick. I mean, the Bulls must have worked him out. They, they had to have worked him out. Um, they had to have done some stuff with him and basically fit him into that rotation of what they're going to have. So, yep. um, it, it, it may fit, fit their program. I mean, uh, uh, Billy Donovan, <laughs> he's got some work to do, but I mean, he does yep. a good job. So he's a Florida State guy, you know, you know, I think he's from Florida. He's a Florida yep. boy, so they, that's where Billy Donovan has gone. I'll pick Florida. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit um, out of the blue. Um, shout out to the Bulls. They, they, they literally been rebuilding since uh, Michael Jordan left. <laughs> or Derek Rose got injured, so that's two things. Uh, move on to um, yeah, move on to I guess the uh, LeBron's uh, hometown or next to his hometown, Ohio, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, 
Isaac uh, Okara, uh, your thoughts? I think it's a good pick, but they picked another guard and they've gone guard, 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 guard over the drafts. Um, I, I maybe, I think they passed on um, Okongwu, which is the center from USC, yep. who, who goes next. I think they passed on him, which I don't think they should have done. I think they should have gone something, something there because uh, I think they need some size. <laughs> like Tristan Thompson, he's 6'10 and he's getting old. Kevin Love, <laughs> he's 6'9 and he's getting very old. How about Drummond? To have Drummond, like, um, does that and mean I, that they into his plans? Another trade. Yeah. No, I think that's another trade. Okay. So, yeah. that's what I mean. They needed some fresh, some fresh, like, something in the front court. Energy, yeah. <laughs> Just something like that. And that's where I thought maybe if you were saying about the... Um, the Warriors with their cap space, they made a trade down to six. Mm. Kongwu goes up, you know, they trade Wiseman down. But um, yeah. honestly, I think the Cavaliers should have gone there. But Okoro could just prove everyone wrong and just come out and be, he could be the next, you know, good gun for them. So, yeah. I mean, so he gets the number five, it's a good spot to be in. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, it's, it's weird. Um, they, they, they've been picking guard guard the last two years, and and I, I don't think those guards are very good. Um, and I don't think anyone in the NBA think they're very good. So they, they have no um, trade value at all. So yeah. I guess it shows different organisations have have different uh, strategies. So I don't know what Cleveland's doing, but yeah, good on him for getting so drafted so high and getting that uh, that paycheck. So move on to the next one, number six. Um, uh, okay, can you? <laughs> I was butchering. Yeah. 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 So, so I was correct. So I said he'll be picked five to ten. What? What? <laughs> so, um, I after we spoke about him on the last pod, the last podcast, uh, and then I was doing my editing and I found some some clips of him. He's putting it in. Like he, he has some definite um, defensive um, skill sets. Like he he gets to the spot and he jumps straight up. Now, this is this is probably the hardest thing for a defensive player to learn. Like you, you think about, you know, as yourself coaching, coaching kids, um, you know, you tell them a hundred times, go straight up vertical cylinder, get in spot, get their spot. It's, it's just, it, it's not, uh, defense is not desirable, right? No one wants to play defense. Everyone wants the ball, put the ball in the hole. This, this guy um, is definitely a guy that is proud to play defense. Like he does not want you to score on him. And, and that's what I got from, from, from my research from him. Your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I had a big, um, you know, a big upside for him. I think he's he's a good kid. There's a good story in the background. You know, he wears a, um, a bracelet, you know, it's for his older brother that basically it was at Chino Hills. So he was at Chino Hills with um, Lamello, you know. The Ball family. <laughs> the ball, yeah, the Ball brothers. And, and yep. they basically went 35 and 0. And he was the center and his older brother um, had an accident, hit his head, you know, passed away and blah, blah. So that's basically, he's doing all this for his brother, his older brother. So it sort of hits at the heartstrings for white people. Um, and when I heard that, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, well, I really hope he goes well, the Hawks. It's probably not a great club to go to, but um, I hope he goes well. Um, but so, yeah, I, then I said, you know, oh, well, he's a good kid. He seems to have a good head and shoulders, good defensive um, guy. He'll probably work in well with Collins. Yep. So they may move Collins 
down to the four and put him in the five. And then you got Trey Young as well. So, I mean, there's an upside for the Hawks. They just need to um, direct it properly. Yep. Uh, do you think it's a bit crowded because they got Clint uh, Capella in the Rockets trade? Or or is uh, Clint, um, do you think Clint's on the move too? No, he's going to go. They'll move him on again. Yeah. He may he may end up being a um, just a sign and trade. Yep. Just definitely. Fill his contract out and then just pay him out and move him because yep. you, you're getting a, a good kid who can make a free throw. Who can make free throws? Yeah, definitely. So let's move on to I guess the, um, I guess a shout out to um, the Hawks and oh. Hawaii, um, definitely having some, something to play for and having like a tragedy in your life, uh, as, as you know, and I know that um, it, it drives you to be better every day um, and, and it makes things more real. Uh, to play basketball and, and, and have that opportunity to be in the NBA, I guess make him some money, um, get fame, rich. Uh, I, I think in his heart, he will always remember the, the people that he lost and, and, and he'll be doing it for them. Like, so having, having that energy to, to do for someone else is, is definitely... Um, uh, it's, it's a push in the right area. So, all right. So no, number seven. Good yeah, good kid. Hundred percent. So uh, number seven, uh, the Joy Pistons pick, uh, 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 Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes. Yeah. Killian Hayes. Hayes. Frenchman. Yep. yep. Frenchman. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything about this guy. Um, your thoughts after watching the draft? Uh, so they they say he's Tony Parker-esque, but he's left-handed. Um, he he's very smooth. Um, he has great dump pass. He's got a really good bounce pass. Um, I've seen some of his highlights. He looks he looks like he's a complete kid. Um, and when his name got um, announced, he sort of had this, like, it's me. Do you know what I mean? Like, he yep. wasn't, he, he had no idea that he was going to go anywhere. Oh, okay. I mean? so, like, he had no expectations. You know, it was mm. happiness, yes. Mm. So, his mom's, his mom's French and his dad's African-American. So... He basically has that French tie, so he'll play for the French national team going forward. Yeah. But um, he nominates himself from France, so um, yeah, it's it's awesome. He, he seems like a good kid. He's left-handed. Um, he doesn't stroke it as well. I think he's twenty-nine or thirty percent from the three-point range, but he's yep. great in the two-point range and free throws. So yeah, uh, I, I think Pistons got a good one there. Oh, cool. Really good one. Cool. All right. Take away, folks. The so next one, um, uh, the, the team that's close to our hearts, uh, this whistle. Shout out to um, our boy that's that, that's been preoccupied with a couple of things in his life. Uh, he will basically have some guest guest spots on the show for sure. So, so the Knicks pick Obi Toppin. Uh, personally, um, I think this is a good pick. He, he reminds me a bit of um, Amaya Stoudemire. Uh, he, he like he's grown into a body. He was maybe a small forward shooting guard and he became a power forward and he hasn't learned how to play the position properly. That's why in a, in a lot of scouting reports, uh, it says that uh, he, he his defense is not that great. But but he was a college player of the year. Um, yeah, so so I, I, I like to speak for sure. Uh, the Knicks, I think, picked a short thing. Um, I'm surprised that he, he dropped this low. Um, and uh, the ones above him kind of missed out on, on, on a player. Uh, the guy that's shown the most ability in college, and um, yeah, he, he he basically back it up. I guess um, maybe the top the top teams didn't think it would translate into the NBA. Uh, your thoughts, coach? Well, you 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 mentioned Amari Stoudemire. That's who he reminds me of, one hundred percent, because he gets excited by dunking the ball. 
Yep. So he only dunked the ball. He only dunked the ball in his senior year for the first time when he went from six two to six five. So he, and then he got excited from that, and then he fell in love with dunking the ball. So he said, "No more laying it up. I'm going to dunk everything." Mm. So when when and then that's his hometown. He's a New York boy as well. So that he was very emotional when he got picked for New York, more so that he's going to get to play at home, and he gets to wear a Knicks jersey where he was a kid. And he was always at Madison Square Garden watching the Knicks. I really like that pick. And the mm. first thing he said was, I will go 100% New York 100% of the time. Mm. And I was like, well, you've got a good one there, the Knicks, because he seems like a good kid. And you've got Tom Thibodeau as the coach. So you know that he's going to get the most out of him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, there's no slacking off, right? So he, uh, Tom Dillard will basically make him play deep defense. He'll teach him the game. Uh, being at home too, um, he has so much to play for. Um, like for for these NBA players, it, it takes uh, maybe sometimes it takes ten years. Like Kawhi Leonard to, to play for LA, it took him that long to get to uh, to LA. So for this for for Obi to get it in his first year's rookie year, it's awesome. But it's also a lot of pressure to um, playing at um, uh, the Garden. Uh, it's it's not. Um, it, they're not very um, uh, patient with uh, with their team. Uh, being there live um, and 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 seeing sports in, in that arena, it's uh, it's next level. Uh, they 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 want winners. They they don't care. They want winners. And um, yeah, if it, if there's anyone else um, left in New York after the last couple of months, <laughs> uh, so. And then you got the uh, number nine. Uh, we're, we're going to the bottom end of the the, the lottery. So then you got the Wizards. Uh, Denny Abaji. Abjia. Abjia. Okay. Abjia. So, yeah. Um, I didn't know. I guess of of him. Uh, I guess because the Golden State worked him out. Uh, saw a couple of highlights. Uh, he his game is underdeveloped. Um, he he definitely has size. Uh, he it looks like he has a bit of everything. Uh, but he hasn't proven to be a superstar, I guess, in the uh, in the European leagues. Um, yeah. So like, um, look at Doncic came in MVP, uh, won championships, um, and then people are trying to compare Danny to him, which is unfair to both of them. Um, but it's one of those things where every player in the draft has to get their stocks up by comparing it to uh, the best superstar they can. Uh, and then, and then all these executives and all the front officers, coaches, GMs, uh, get a fantasy in their head, saying, "Okay, cool, we're 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 basically drafting the next, the next, the next, the next." But we've seen so many times um, that there is no next; it doesn't exist. Um, all we're gonna do is take it up from where, where they are and where we think they can go. Um, with him, um, I like his game, his speed, um, and and his enthusiasm for the game. Uh, in terms of uh, shooting, um, he didn't get that much opportunity playing for his, his last team, uh, and 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 in the under 19s he he did get the opportunity and he averaged double digits. So I think it's a good pick for the Wizards. Um, they can bring him along slowly. Uh, they have their draft pick from last year, Rui, um, so they can play. They can, they can get Denny off the bench, uh, move him along slowly. This. There's no drama for him, uh, so it, it, it's a good um, I think uh, pick both ways. Your thoughts, coach? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, coming out of Israel too, like it's it's it's, it's hard because he's Tel Aviv, <laughs> yeah, but you know he's going to play hard. He's going to be he's going to be polished shooting the ball. Um, he needs to be able to guard in the NBA style. That's the difference. So don't don't anyone say anything about Luka Doncic, please. 
very, very far on the spectrum. You're talking about the high point of it, and and the, like, there's Luca, and here's him coming in the draft. He needs to work his way this way. Luca doesn't need to work his way down that way. No, so, definitely not. Definitely not. And I'm being very honest there. Um, do not compare him because he's going to come in underdone. He's going to have to learn very quickly the physicality and the athleticism of it. Mm. And he's going to have to learn how to not bludge. Yeah, <laughs> noticing some of the, you know, I've noticed in some of the games, I watched one of the games the other night, I noticed him bludging a lot. So um, mm. I hope he doesn't bludge when he's in the NBA because he's going to get dunked on and he's going to be sitting down a lot of the time. Of, yeah. uh, on the other side of Luka Doncic, who's going to play the whole game. <laughs> Uh, good segue there. Good segue. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next guy. Uh, let's move, uh, number 10. Uh, the Suns. So shout out to the Suns, right? So they've, they've had some big news lately. So they've um, drafted their type. They've, they've, they've traded for CP3. So the first one. Yep. So, so, the, so, so let's talk about that for a bit. CP3 uh, had, a, had a career year becoming an all-star again, playing for OKC. Um, OKC got a bunch of uh, draft picks. Um, they've got so much draft picks in their chest now. They've become the new Danny Ainge and, and the Celtics. <laughs> Danny Ainge and the Celtics uh, haven't... Um, we'll, talk to them, uh, we'll talk about them when they come up next. But um, yeah, it, it's definitely assets um, for OKC. And uh, with um, Devin Booker, uh, there was rumor Devin Booker wanted out uh, with CP3 there. Definitely uh, could play another year. Um, and then hopefully... Uh, get some more uh, players for next year, and or even this 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 season, trade more more season, uh, and 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 hopefully uh, Devin Booker is happy and he stays with the Suns. So, uh, coach, you've got anything to say about the the trade? And then they they also traded for another player. They traded for another player. I can't recall the name. I'll look it so up. So they basically they basically incept uh, Ricky Rubio and yep. Kelly Oubre Jr. Did they trade for anyone no, else? No, oh, they, no, no. That was the Bucks. Yeah, no, they, yeah, got the Bucks. Of, they got Sorry, they got rid of those two for mm. Chris Paul. So yeah. I, I feel like that my thing with Kelly Oubre, he was, um, if I'm going to put it politely, he was the MFR of the team. Yeah. He was that guy that he brought that... That... The fire. That muscle yeah. to a, a team. And they yeah, sort like, of shipped that to get CP3, which is fine, mm. because they went 7-0 in the um, bubble without him. Uh, <laughs> Which is probably yeah. where they went with that. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Running, it's, mm. he, he's going to make you better whether or not you think about it or not. OKC was projected last year to not even make the finals. That's right. And I think they finished, and they finished sixth. Yep. So, yeah, you can't <coughs> really... You can't do that. Yeah. He's going to so make that... you better. He's going to make Devin Booker better. Mm. And um, DeAndre Aiden is going to get... Um, he's going to get excited by setting screens. Because yeah, he's and, just gonna get the ball wherever he wants it, however he wants it. Get lobs, um, yeah, and, and and everything. He's gonna throw. He's gonna throw it back to him. He's gonna catch that forty-five jumper. He's gonna shoot it. He's mm. gonna find Booker in the corner. All he has to do is shoot it. He doesn't even need to work for it anymore. Just catch and shoot it, dude. <laughs> Come yep. off screens and just catch and shoot. Um, Chris Paul to them, it's a big thing for the Suns. So yeah, I I like that. But when we talk about that draft, Jalen Smith. Yep. He fits in that hole too. So okay. he could be the other guy on the other side of Devin Booker. 
So okay. if Booker's coming off things this way, he might come off things the other way. So that's where they sort of went with that pick because they need someone opposing the other side. So wherever Duke, uh, Booker likes coming off the left side and coming into things, he can go off the right side. So I, yep. I like that pick and it'll probably stay as it is. Okay, and, and do you think it, um, so, so that's n another building block for the Suns? What's that? Oh, sorry. It, that's another building block for the Suns. There's someone that can build yeah, around. Sure. Book out here yeah. himself at Aiton. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, yeah. yeah. And then Chris Paul gets his money. He teaches these guys like he taught uh, Shane Gilchrist. Um, yeah, yep. like, um, yeah, he's, he killed it this year. Like, he, he, he taught him everything. And then, okay, so he's like, okay, cool. Let's, let's, let's move on. Like, they, they pretty much got it. They, both parties uh, won, won out at the end of the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, see. Uh, let's move on to uh, the Spurs. So number eleven, uh, Devin uh, Vesey. Um, did you did you like this pick? I don't know much about him. Yeah, look, uh, it's it's just another. It's sort of it blends into their program. Um, you know, they get you know they've had Lonnie Walker, they've had Bryn Forbes. You know, they all these guys. They seem to they fall in the Spurs program. They get good, um, but I don't know where he's going to fit in. So yeah, they, they, they have a lot of young guys, yeah, so yeah. And then the opportunity, the opportunity might not be there because he's, he's got a couple of players um, ahead of him, so yeah, let's, let's um, just see. He may, a D -League. he may be a D League guy and then back up and play the fifth guard spot for the Spurs, you know, Bryn Falls, Lonnie Walker, Paddy Mills, you, you, you'll be behind most of those guys. But I mean, it's not a bad thing because you can learn from them and you can have pop. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Pop, That's key thing. Like having pop to, to learn from and, and, yeah. and all, all those veterans on the team. Okay. So next one is uh, number 12. Um, you got Kings. Uh, you got Therese Halliburton. Halliburton. Um, Halliburton. Yeah. Your, your thoughts on it, coach? I thought he should have gone higher in the draft, but um, we, you know, we sort of said that um, uh, Patrick Williams went early in the draft at four. I thought he might have been there. That was my mm. thought, but um, that was just for me. I think he's quite a good player. I, I would have liked him in my team. And the Kings have picked the steal. They've they've sort of got one. Yeah, they've got a steal there. He's gonna be he's gonna be pretty good. And um, yeah, good good luck because um, they've already. The Kings have already gotten rid of Bogdanovich, so yeah, he's going to be a steal. Yeah, would they because because he, he played point guard in college? Is that something that um, right. they will keep him? Yeah, right. yeah. That's but then for the Kings, right. he, he's got a, he's got a nice game and he's quite hmm. he's talented. He's talented, mate. <laughs> so going going at twelve to the Kings, they yep. picked up a steal. I thought That's, he was higher, but oh well. That's pretty um, uh, new for the Kings to, to, to pick, uh, pick a good player. <laughs> they get a steal. <laughs> they get steals. They normally turn it over. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right, so 13, we got the Pelicans. Uh, Ka uh, Kara Lewis? Kara yeah, Kira Lewis. Kira um, Lewis, okay. Your thoughts on that? Kira Lewis. Yeah, that's good. Um, it sort of fits Zion Williamson's um, mold. So it's another... Like, just, just another guy that's going to help them. 
Mm. Um, they're gonna they're gonna basically be re- rebuild now because they're Drew Holiday short. I mean, he's six three, he's a point guard, so they needed a point guard getting rid of Drew Holiday. Yep. So maybe they can mold him into the the next point guard that they need. Is that is that a point guard come to the bench because you got um, uh, the other boy brother playing point? You've got would that be would that be uh, uh, like uh, point guard coming off the bench? Yeah, for sure. Okay, but I mean that's you're going to have Zion playing a lot of minutes. Hopefully, if he's dropped sixty pounds or something, but um, basically it, he's going to be the guy that's going to feed the ball. And that's what he looks for. And that's what he's come out of. He's just moving it, moving it, moving it, moving it. It's not about his numbers. It's about his assist numbers. So he makes other people better. Yeah, um, we just got to skip through a couple of draft picks. Um, so Magic, the Magic got uh, Cole Anthony. Um, he's, uh, yep. I think he's a good player. Yep. Coming out um, for the Magic too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So... And I guess we wanted to cover uh, Josh Green. Uh, the Mavericks drafted him at 18. So uh, if you don't know, we're, we're an Aussie podcast. So we we, we always uh, supporting the Aussie guys uh, on top of everyone else. So yeah, uh, Kajula, you're really happy about this. Um, express, express your emotions, sir. Express your emotions. That was good. Uh, it was very good. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's unreal. Uh, it's great for his dad, Dilmas. Delmas was a, a, a phenomenal coach in here in Sydney. Um, Josh played for Hills. Um, shout out to Hills as well. I still hate you, but shout out to you guys. Um, <laughs> so, so for the viewers you know, that, that, that that I'm watching from Australia, he, Hills is just a um, it's an area. So it, it's a, it's an area that have a bunch of teams and there's a representative team. So they, they they select the best players and and myself and Lloyd we're we're for the comments, which is more uh, different part of Sydney. Um, and, and then we always have good battles with them, so just a bit of information there. So, yeah, what do you think? No, what do you think about him as a player? He's emotional. Delmas yep. was just like the first thing he did was like stand up and just bang hard. And it was it was awesome to see his brother Jay, who I coached. I coached his older brother Jay Green um, in New South Wales and also in other stuff. Um, that's it, it was amazing to see. Um, and he's gone to the Mavericks, mate. He's, uh, he's going to be alongside Luca. Yeah, so yeah. He's um, a lot. Yeah, just just reading about him. Uh, so, so he's like a three and D guy. Is that is that correct? Three, so he's three and yeah. D, but he's a great defender. Okay. He, so he he basically was an um, Aussie Rules kid. So no one knows Aussie Rules is the Australian Football League, which um, basically um, it's different to rugby. It's a lot of high end jumping. Um, tackling and just being able to hit people. That's why Josh is so good. He played mm. AFL as a kid yeah. um, and he runs through screens. He doesn't get hit and stops on them. He goes bang, hits and goes around. So he mm. will always get hit and keep going because he knows that from a younger age. That's which awesome. is amazing because it's it benefited him right now. So when he went yeah. to Arizona, it's the same thing. He could get through screens like it was the thing to do. Mm. Yeah, just just having having that um, AFL skills is similar to basketball, but played on a way bigger uh, scale uh, and longer. So, so for a game, he he could run what multiple miles, right? Um, yeah. So so having that uh, motor that allows him to run. So the motor fitness 
uh, allows him to run and be a defensive player. Because as in AFL, uh, if you lose your player, that player's going to score. doesn't matter where you is. So you have to stay on him like a dog, as we say. Yep. <laughs> So, um, uh, another notable uh, at 24, the Bucks picked uh, RJ Hampton. Uh, that's uh, someone that you were high on. And then they traded to the Nuggets. And then they traded him to the Pelicans. Thoughts, coach? Um, so, yeah, basically, he was first dealt to the Pelicans. So, he went okay. from Bucks Pelicans. Ah, now he's Pelicans to Denver. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, he's basically now in Denver. So, now he's behind Jamal Murray, um, Malik Beasley. I'm uh, sorry. And... Um, Number 14. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. So he's basically, he's got a good backcourt to play with. Um, mm. He was a little bit disappointed and you could see it in his face when he was drafted at 24. I mm. thought he should have gone higher. I thought he'd be maybe between 14 and 16. Um, basically, because some of those guys got bumped, you know, we were talking about earlier, they got bumped mm. higher. Uh, that's, but that's what I mean. It's personal preference. Lemelo Ball got, you know, LeVar was you know, peeved about getting third. Yeah. Well, sorry, mate, <laughs> so it's a business. So he basically yeah. had to learn to be in 24th spot. Uh, but he's going to go to the Nuggets. He's going to learn a great program. Mike Malone, great coach, phenomenal coach. Um, I, I, If I could have put my game to anyone, I'd probably put Mike Malone. Um, just yeah. the way that he's so positive with all the, the, the guys, um, that would be something that I would learn. You know I mean, I, I'm always very negative and I've heard, I, I always get on people and I'll yell and shout and whatever. Um, but the yep. thing is to praise them when they do the right thing as well. So that that he's, he's in a great environment. So I think Denver's a perfect fit. He's a great athlete. Um, you're going to see some highlights. Yeah, um, but uh, each to their own coach. Uh, everyone has a personality and, and usually uh, you, you coach your personality. I know you're off the court and you're a nice and happy guy. On the court is all business. <laughs> hey, you can show you strong and, and, and macho, but we all know deep down the side, you're a big teddy bear. <laughs> all right, so that, that's pretty much what we have for the draft. Um, I guess we, we, we could talk about some of the trades. Um, let's start out with uh, the 76ers. So, so, coach, take it away. Man, 76ers did some work today, didn't they? Mm. Um, Al Horford out, Danny Green and Terrence Ferguson in, um, Al Horford to OKC. Um, but <laughs> the one that the one that I was really shocked about was Philadelphia shipping Josh Richardson um, for Seth Curry. Mm. I don't know if that's a father-in-law thing. Um, that must be a father-in-law thing because is that. Is that a father-in-law uh, thing, uh, just to just to keep him? Um, Doc Rivers. Yeah, just just to, just to keep him on the leash because, you know, when going on the road trips, these things happen. You know, everyone needs love. Um, and yeah, obviously, obviously. <laughs> but yes, obviously. yeah. So in terms of just 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 talk about I guess the players like Josh versus um, Seth. Seth, like um, Seth's good shooter. Uh, probably not as better, uh, not as good as defender. Um, yeah, yeah so, but I don't think Josh is a good shooter. So yeah. you, you pick a poison. Mm. I think Philly Philly lost out with Josh Richardson this year. He sort of failed them a bit. He yeah. he couldn't. He, when he was in Miami, he was explosive. 
he was competitive. He was heat fed on energy. It felt like in Philadelphia, he was flat. What's he that? Just, do you, do you think that that's because of, I guess, the um, Ben Simmons and the team dynamics and the coach? Um, no? Okay. No. You're getting paid a lot of money. Self-motivate. You get, you're getting paid a lot of money. You self-motivate. You get yourself up for game. Don't just bludge yeah. in the background like he did. Um, and he's shooting the ball. It was horrible. Seth Curry shoots the ball a lot better clip, mm. um, which what he did to the Clippers when he was playing for the Mavericks in the bubble. Yep. Um, maybe your father-in-law saw that and went, ooh, I want that. Um, not just son-in-law, maybe a player. So that that would have been... <laughs> I go to my sarcasm there, but it probably would have been one of the things that he saw and went, yeah, I need that. So when he got shipped, he goes, I'm going to get that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it, it, it adds more shooting to the 76ers, like a pure shooter. So, so if... If they're gonna keep um, both superstars in, in in Ben Ben Simmons and Embiid, um, we think about when they had um, you know, Jimmy Butler, or, or uh, they, they had shooters like they had um, guys that create their shot and then and then get the feed um, and then JJ Redick, which is which is probably what close to what Steph is, all uh, those shots he's gonna get, his uh, perfect fit. Um, yeah, he showed it against the Clippers and definitely um, Doc. Showed his father. He showed out against his uh, father-in-law for sure. So that's good. Yeah, point. but um, when they had Jimmy Butler, when they had Jimmy Butler, it was three people that needed the basketball. True. Good call. So, and a really yeah, strong personality Jimmy in Jimmy. Needed the ball. Jimmy needed the ball, and Embiid needed the ball. Get rid of that third person and add someone that just needs to catch, shoot. Yep, definitely. That's that, that's your job. Like um, uh, so ready. Yes, yeah, just pure shooter. Uh, like the hard work is done, you're wide open, double team, triple team, kick it out, make the shot. One job, do it. Easy. Bang. So, did you ever have, have anything else, uh, any other big trades did you want, did you want to talk about? Um, I'm, I wasn't There's not many big ones, but you're going to find yeah. some more in the next, you're going to find some more in the next couple of days. Yeah, I mean, the agency starting, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Trevor Ariza goes from, you know, Rockets. He goes from the Rockets and then he goes to uh, Detroit. Yep. Um, you may not see him play in Detroit. I I mean, he's been shipped around a fair bit in the last three years. Yeah, like he's, he's basically lost a bit of his speed. He's lost a bit of his speed as defense. Um, I guess he's shooting a little bit. Um, and, and he didn't go in the bubble. Like, there's, there's nothing against that. But you, when you don't get in the bubble, you lose your stocks, right? As we talk about... Um, uh, same players, they, 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 you kind of like get faded to the background if, if you're not in the limelight of the existing games that are available. So, but that's, yeah, and, um, that's like they trade, they actually traded, um, you know, they traded Trevor Ariza and um, Isaiah Stewart, number 16 in the draft. So they basically dealt both of those to the Rockets, and then the Rockets then shipped them back to Detroit. So that's the trailblazers. So, yeah, it's yep. it's getting it's getting a bit messy now. You're going to try and find each of the trades because there's three teams and they're doing this, and then there's a fourth team they're going to go that way. Um, you, you probably need another five days to everyone settle down and let them settle into where people are being traded to because mm. it's um, it's getting a bit messy because there's a lot of trade picks that are going up and down and sideways and at current players. Especially yep, veterans. Definitely. Veterans are being traded right now. 
Yeah, we're with Trevor Reza. Um, uh, fun fact, he, his dad used to play for the Kings, correct? Ariza? Yeah. Kenny McClary? Is it Kenny? Yes. Yeah, so, so his dad used to play for the Kings. The Sydney Kings yes. is, is a local team, uh, like the Illawarra Hawks, or the Hawks, uh, but, the, but the Sydney-based team. Ill Illawarra is in New South Wales, but not in Sydney. So they're like the, I guess, the, 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 the country team. <laughs> Shout out to Daddy <laughs> and his brother, the own the Hawks. So, yeah, that's, that's all I had. Uh, did you want to get into, we, we can touch, we've got a bit of more time. Let's touch on a bit of um, uh, rumors out there. Uh, Harden going to the Nets. Do you think that the, the draft moves that we had today um, or, or things that you've read up and research um, shows that that could happen? Look, it's it's gonna be in in watching the sports center this morning. It, it's very hard for Houston to keep both Westbrook and Harden beyond next year. So yep. basically, they're both owed forty one point four and forty one point one million, and then the year after that is forty six point one and forty six point four million. Mm. That's a lot of money in your cap space to keep two players over that time. So they need to ship one of them. And if Harden doesn't want to be there, Send him. like moving on and just build around uh, Westbrook. I mean, they've already moved Covington on. So yeah. maybe, maybe whoever the incumbent coach is, is going to build it up and be big. Um, shout out to Will Weaver, the City Kings ex-coach, who's now the assistant coach for the Houston Rockets. Shout out to you. Good luck, mate. Um, go and kill it, but also come back to the Boomers because we need some help, brother. Um, <laughs> which is the Australian team. If anyone doesn't know, that's the Australian team. Uh, Brian Gorgian, shout out to you, the Illawarra Hawks coach. You coach. New head coach yeah. Yes, that is my favourite move in the last 10 years. So I'm very happy. Um, shout out to him. Um, I'm so excited for the next, if the Tokyo Olympics go along. Uh, yeah, watch Australia. Won't be gold. Yep. It won't be gold. Maybe not be silver. Won't, may not. You know, it'll be bronze. But we're not yeah. finishing fourth. We're gonna. We're gonna get there in the middle. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, uh, we we get um with Josh Green. Uh. Is is, is that something that um, uh, would if you were the Boomers coach, would you would you take him as a nineteen year old? Yes. Yeah. Ben Simmons, Definitely. Josh Green. Yep. Yeah, I'd pick them all. Fireball. I, I would, the, the guys that played against Team USA, basically, um, and beat them, I picked that team with Jock Landale. I would mm. pick him one thousand. He should have been in this draft, like Jock yep. Landale, or he should like if he was in last year's draft. He needs to be playing in the team because he is one of the best prospects that you'll find. Um, he went to St Mary's. He is a gun. He's a bastard, and that's exactly what every team needs, and that's what mm. the Boomers had. That's how they beat Tim USA because of him. Yep. They need that. You know, you've got, you're going to have Bogut back again for the next Olympics. You know, Landau. You're going to you're going to have guys. Ben Simmons comes back. Dante Exum is available. Josh Green. Yeah. Delavidova. Paddy Mills. Mm. Aaron, Aaron Baines. Paddy Mills. Joe mm. Ingles. Yep. We're going to fill the board. So 
Well, yeah, watch out for the boomers, man. I, I would not like to play us in the next one because we've already lost the World Cup and come fourth, which we should not. Um, yep. it, that's going to hurt them, but it's going to come back worse. They're going to yeah, be definitely. ready to go. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait. Yeah. And that's, that's another bit of news for the world. <laughs> I think that's definitely, that's, that's definitely um, uh, a topic that we can talk a whole podcast about, all the Australian players and leading up to the Japanese, uh, sorry, uh, Tokyo Olympics in Japan. Yeah, so any last thoughts, coach, um, about your day, the, the draft, any, any, um, any trades that you're thinking of? We, we'll basically talk about more detail in the next, the, next, the next pod with all the trades after the, uh, the free agent period, which is not long. And then we get preseason. So I'm pretty excited as a fan because we, we are a media brand for the fans uh, and by the fans. So, so yeah, I'm excited that the season is uh, off-season so short. And, and we get NBA action within uh, close to a month. So, 34 days. Yeah, 34 days to be correct. Thank you, sir. So, so yeah. Be specific, I just, my first worry is Milwaukee. They've mm. got seven contracted or eight contracted players with four people not signed because they've dealt away picks everywhere and they don't have the people. So, <laughs> what do they lose to get five more people? Oh, did you? So what's this space for the Bucks? Did you like the Bucks uh, trade uh, for? So they sent away the 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 point guards, and they got uh, Drew, Drew Holiday, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean. They 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 basically got rid of three for one. That's what I'm saying about their numbers. They've got yeah. eight contracted players with four remaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just reminds me of, I guess, when Miami formed the big three. They, they, they had three players signed and they had to fill out the roster. You know, you, and the Bucks, they're not a lock for a championship. So when, when Miami did it, they had a lot of wing chases and guys that ending their career. So it, it'll be interesting because not, not many free agents go to the Bucks. There's, there's nothing to do in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, so... Right. Definitely interesting. Um, I guess it's something that we can dive into with, with, with the next podcast and, and the crew and our guests. But uh, that's, that's all we have for now. So for me and Coach Lloyd, um, Coach Lloyd, you want to say anything to everyone? Peace and thanks to everyone. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, hit that button, hit the bell. So every time we post a video, you get that notification. Because we're here yep. by the fans, for the fans. You know what? That's what we're here about. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, we, in our statistics, it shows 80% of you are not subscribed. So it's free. Help us out. Um, it allows us to know that we're doing the right thing. Um, we'll be here, hopefully, um, shooting videos every, every week. So thanks, guys. Um, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks, Bye. guys.